it's a very recognizable logo, and I was like, the chances that this guy knows what Grand Valley is is very slim. Yeah. Um, and then I said something to him, and here and we went to the same undergraduate. We ran in the same circle. Oh. We used to train at the same gym, and didn't know Damn. it until. Oh, are you telling? Are later. you telling her our backstory? Yeah. <laughs> That's sweet. Yeah, it's crazy because he graduated. What year did you graduate? College. 13. Thirteen, and I graduated in nine. So it was kind of like. His freshman year was my senior year, so we just kind of just miss each other. Yeah. But yeah. yeah, when he walked in and he came over, he's like, "Yo, did you go to Grand Valley?" I was like, "Yeah." <laughs> it, was, it was crazy that, and then we had tons of mutual friends, so it was it was hey, love sick. at first sight. I'm glad I just Aww. checked this because it was recording on my end, but you guys weren't recording because I forgot to plug that thing back into the computer. Oh, perfect. So now we are recording. We're gonna do it all over again. Well, we got to start over from the beginning a little bit. So Shelby Neal, you're on the mic officially. Yeah. <laughs> all right, real quick, repeat what you told us. You are from Massachusetts, and he moved yeah, down here at what age to North Carolina? Like 12, that could be wrong. 12-ish. So do you yeah. consider yourself a northerner or a southerner? I'm definitely a southerner now. Like I can't say I'm a northerner anymore. I don't know how to pronounce all the cities, so I won't even like try. Worcester. <laughs> yeah, like Worcester. Like I, that's all I got. Don't. That's it. I'm not even gonna try the rest. So. <laughs> yeah, I hear you. I hear you. So, do you guys often go up? Do you still have family up in in the Massachusetts area? Or? Yeah, my mom's side lives up there, so we visit them. Um, like especially for Christmas time, it's nice to go up there and snow. So we enjoy that. That's cool. Yeah. All right, so you moved to North Carolina when you're 12, mm-hmm. and did you play any sports growing up? Was that like a part of your life? Yeah, so I feel like I tried a lot of sports when I was younger, but gymnastics was kind of the one that stuck with me. Like, I wanted to try, I was kind of a weird kid, I guess. Like, the sports I wanted to try was the ones with, like, the, the most sparkles and, like, the shiny outfits. Yeah. <laughs> So, like, I tried ice skating, and when I showed up, they were like, you're just supposed to wear sweatpants and, like, a sweatshirt. And I was like, I came here for the leotard. (laughs) So, gymnastics stuck because you got to wear a leotard every day. But also, it was, like, the best, you know, choice you could really go with, I I think, personally. So, I did that up until 2014 uh, and competed. If you know the levels, there's 10 total. And I got to, like, level 8 before I decided to move uh, to CrossFit literally the following week. I went from gymnastics right to CrossFit. So I've been doing it ever since. That's crazy. So how old were you in 2014 then? I was 14. Yeah, I was born in 2000. Okay, so how did you find CrossFit then? Like, if you transitioned from gymnastics, was your, were, were your parents going to a CrossFit gym or something and brought you along? Um, yeah, so uh, my coach, my uh, gymnastics coach, she did CrossFit. And I remember her telling us, like, stories about Murph. She was telling us about you know the 100 pull-up workout and how she got rhabdo and like rips <laughs> and all this stuff and I was like how can you do 100 pull-ups like I kind of didn't kind of didn't believe it but also was very impressed and then I realized I guess what like a pull-up was in CrossFit versus gymnastics is a little different but the rhabdo part I guess excited me so so rhabdo rhabdo got you going you. yeah <laughs> you're like cool man but like, my muscles eating yeah. themselves let's try it yeah, I don't know if I really understood. I was like, yeah, right, Rabdo. Like, <laughs> All right, so level level yeah. eight in gymnastics. So if there's 10 levels, level eight, that sounds like it's very high, right? So yeah. was it yeah. something that did you enjoy it like all the way through up until you were 14? Or were, by the time you were 14, were you pretty much just burnt out because you were doing it all the time? Yeah, I mean, we did a lot of hours in the gym. I think multiple times, or I'd say tw- I think it was twice I had – decided I'm done with this gymnastics thing you know I need a break I want to be like a normal kid and like just be a normal kid and so I was thinking of transitioning to dance because I thought that would you know transition well and I would I could use my flexibility my tumbling skills and like be an acro specialist and I think that lasted about a day before I realized how (laughs) awful dance is (laughs) and boring (laughs) And I have no rhythm also. Like, you have to actually be able to dance. You can't just do splits. Right. And, like, a, a front aerial. Like, people don't really – are they aren't really that impressed unless you can dance. So I was quickly humbled. I, I think that happened twice. I tried dance and went back to gymnastics. And that was, like, my last year or two in gymnastics. Um, and then I found CrossFit, which was kind of a, 
I think gymnastics was like 20 hour weeks in the gym and CrossFit was like 10, you know, it was like 10 starting out quickly became 15. I was spending time in the gym and I just liked spending time places and dance wasn't enough. It was, I think they were only asking like four hours a week and I just didn't know how I was going to fill my time. So wait, yes, so we do it. So you're so for, you're 14 and you're a freshman in high school at that point. Uh, probably. Sure, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I'm still trying to wrap my mind around this. So what, what made you want to be in a CrossFit gym for 10 hours a week when you're 14 years old? That's a, that's a good question. I don't, I'm just so used to training. I've always just trained. And I mean, uh, the last four years of gymnastics was just, I mean, it was just insane training all the time. We would go from like 20 hours a week was our light lighter weeks i'd say like those were the school year weeks and then when we went to summer training it was you know five hours a day even saturdays those were 25 you know hour weeks of just constantly it's like conditioning stretching or you know your routine so definitely adds up i was just used to it i don't know what are you going to do when you have 25 hours and you go to zero it's like <laughs> so when you like first found crossfit was it more out of to fill time or was it something that you actually like when you jumped in, you purely enjoyed it when you first started or to take a while? I think I was naturally pretty good at it. Um, just having that gymnastics background, you know, it's like, Oh wow, you can do a bar muscle up. Like you're amazing. And like, you know, <laughs> that's just what we do every day in gymnastics or having a pull up. And I think a lot of people at my gym were a little surprised by like my strength and so that motivated me and got me excited and like oh I'm pretty good at this like it's always nice to be you know pretty good at something and so it gets right. you excited and I was naturally like more aware of my body than a lot of other people when they first start so like Olympic weightlifting caught on really fast and so it was it was just a good start I don't know I enjoyed it immediately and I like spending time doing stuff so <laughs> could just sit <laughs> around yeah, that's awesome. So were there other kids your age in the CrossFit gym or were you pretty much, if you're spending 25 hours in a CrossFit gym, were you with adults or how did that work? Yeah, it was funny because they were afraid of me at first. Like they weren't sure. They didn't have a kids program, so they didn't really know what to do with me. Like they would change <laughs> the music from hard rock to like kids bop yeah. whenever I was in the room. And then they finally got comfortable with me. Uh, and now they're like some of my best friends and like, you know, they're all like older, way older than me, like double my age. So it's pretty funny. But those are the people I worked out with when I first started. So there there was a few kids. And as like, I think I was their first like younger person. And then a kids program kind of got started. I think mm -hmm. once people saw me in the gym, they wanted to bring their kids. And by the end, I think we had like 10, you know, regular teenage athletes so mm -hmm. so yeah. all of your I also met my oh, sorry. Keep boyfriend going. ah boyfriend <laughs> I also met my boyfriend too so we started at the same time oh okay so yeah all this training that you're doing when you're 14 years old is all of this like right after school yeah okay exactly. yep <laughs> so you're not one of those kids that was homeschooled and did crossfit no. and was like going to school <laughs> absolutely not <laughs> <laughs> my parents are never homeschooling ever are you an only child <laughs> No, I have a sister. Older or younger? She's younger. Younger. She's Are you guys competitive? Yeah, she is uh, a soccer player, though. So she used to do gymnastics, and then she she kind of let me be the gymnast, and she moved to soccer. My dad's into soccer, too. So she's a D1 soccer player right now at Campbell. So. Oh, awesome. Yeah. She is, is she in the CrossFit with that? She is, like, the most naturally gifted CrossFitter I've ever seen i'm like don't do crossfit because I'm, <laughs> I'm gonna be like <laughs> whatever questioning myself around you because she's really good even though she doesn't like she she knows how to snatch and clean and do all this stuff and she's never really done it you know full time just comes like three times a week for two months of the year I'm like how do you know how to do this <laughs> gotta love oh, those, pe those people yeah <laughs> <laughs> she's pretty fit though that's cool. All right, so high school, what other stuff were you into besides CrossFit in high school? Or were you that kid who just, like, went to school, had no friends, and ate super clean <laughs> and ate chicken and rice at lunch and just chicken. drank water? Um, 
I had a weird high school experience. I went to like an early college high school. So it's like a, a smaller high school. So rather than, it's kind of like, it's a public school, but it reminds people of private school kind of. So it was supposed to be a five-year high school program where you start college classes like your last two or three years and you're supposed to have like an associate's degree by the end of it, which I had roughly by the end of it. Um, but it was it was a weird experience because it was far away. So I remember, I don't know how I did it, but I would wake up at like 4.30 in the morning to catch the bus because it was just a long busing process. <laughs> and I would bus all the way to school that started at like 7 and then same thing all the way home. And that, you know, my school day would end, even though school ends at 3.15 or something, I'd be home at like 5. Wow. And get to the gym at like five thirty and train till it closed at eight thirty or whatever it was seven thirty eight. So that was like two years. <laughs> I Whoa. still don't know who that person was. That's crazy. That's that is brutal. Yeah. And I then was compl- when I got a car, I was I was better, but <laughs> that's crazy. I was complaining to Zach this morning about going to the five a.m. class. Yeah. And you I, you I got a for the yeah dude today. So last night, I'll I'll make a confession. I today was the first day I went to the gym in like six days. It was terrible, and oh, uh, I know I know right. <laughs> and uh, I told him I got late. I got home late last night, and I told Laura I was like, I gotta go to the gym tomorrow at five o'clock. <laughs> That's the only time I'm gonna. If I don't go tomorrow at five a.m., I literally won't go the entire rest of the week because I won't have time. Wow. And so she's like, you're not going to get up. You're not going to get up. <laughs> and at 4 a.m., that alarm went off, and I just I wanted to, like, peel my eyes out because I, I, I could not believe I was about to get up and go to this. But I got did up, and I went. It? I made it. Did Zach he? was he there. Zach can, Zach can attest. Zach's every day. Zach's there every day. And I'm, I was and texting. I was like an hour away. Yeah. And I, was, I live like 10 minutes oh. from there. And I was texting Zach in, during the day. I was like, dude, I am struggling so hard. These people are lying that say that if they work out in the morning, it's setting them up for a good day because I'm having a terrible day. I feel good. Yeah, I feel good until about like 3 p.m. And then I'm like, oh, boy. Yeah, dude, I was driving. I I had head nod. Yeah, the whole head nod thing, right? Yeah. But, dude, that props to you for doing that in high school. That's crazy. Good for you. I I would not have a choice. (laughs) I can wake up when I don't have a choice, but I feel like everyone can. Yeah. (laughs) So So it sounds like you were a very regimented person. Like, did your parents ever have to get on you for anything, or were you the type of person who was like a people pleaser and you. You yeah. had to please everybody, and then also, if you didn't do something, you're the type of person that had to get straight A's, weren't you? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I was kind of. I was definitely a uh, very school oriented in like high school. I mean, I still am, but I've gotten like a little bit looser on that. Mm-hmm. I think I found other things that interest me, and I like to diversify a bit more, which I think is better for my health. <laughs> Stressing <laughs> about school is not fun, so. But I also just graduated, so I don't have to really worry about school anymore, which is great. So where did you end um, up going to college? I went to NC State University. Oh, the Wolf. Yeah, it's in Raleigh. Yeah. Very close. Cool. Yeah. The uh, Wolfpack. Yes. Wolfpack. So you've heard of NC State, then? Of course. I okay. only know of them because of Philip Rivers. I I don't... If it's sports, I don't I, know. Yeah. <laughs> if it's sports, ew, sports. That's from a while. Yeah, <laughs> sports, no. Yeah. <laughs> Like if you named our coaches, I just wouldn't know. I'm sorry. <laughs> I couldn't do that. Not for so a lot of it. There's a yeah. in Greenville here. There's a couple plants like GE is big here in Greenville, mm-hmm. and so obviously a lot of engineers. So a lot of yes. NC State's a huge engineering school. So there's a lot of NC State yeah. grads around here. But that's yeah. cool. So what did you major in in college? Engineering. Oh really? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Which one? <laughs> yeah. What kind? Chemical, the best one. Yeah chemical yeah god you're a brainiac are you guys engineers too no physical therapy i'm a physical therapist okay well yes and and zach zach is a jack of all trades zach zach is the kind of guy who never mind i won't even say it zach what do you do wow (laughs) (laughs) well I'll, i'll put it this way since i've known zach i think he's had three different careers okay I bet you you're like you're like a self-taught like engineer. I bet it's kind of which are always the best. Probably pretty quick. Yeah. Zach has a lot of interest. Zach's a pilot too. 
which is cool. Oh, wow. Yeah. Are you in the military or war? Oh, nope. no. Oh, wow. It's expensive. <laughs> he has expensive hobby tastes. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's worse than golf, and I'm terrible at that. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So chemical engineering, how did you land that? Is it just because that was the hardest path, so you decided naturally to go the hardest way? <laughs> sure. Yeah, we can say that. <laughs> I wish I had known that before, that it was one of the harder ones, but I think I just liked, uh, I went to a, the STEM high school, like the early college one, so they were just pushing STEM fields like crazy, so it was bound to happen, and I, I knew I would want to do science or math, chemical engineering, I liked chemistry, it just kind of made sense to, to go that route. I was told engineering too, you can do anything, so that was kind of, like, I was like, that's a safe route to go. <laughs> So did you enjoy the classes? I did, yeah. They were fun. There's a lot of stuff that you just don't even know exists, I feel like. So yeah. I take some of those classes. Yeah, that would be really hard for me. What was, the, what was <laughs> the end goal with chemical engineering? Like, what is, like, an outlook for that? Yeah, it was – so I actually applied to, to do biomedical engineering, which is a little bit more of my interest uh, for the industry, like, after – later in life. Um, but I ended up not getting accepted into that program, which was kind of sad at the moment, but I was like, okay, let's just try the chemical engineering route and see where it goes. But I mean, you can apply it to really any engineering field. Most of them are like doing process type engineering, so overseeing some type of large scale process at a plant. Yeah. I mean, like petroleum, I would sell my soul to that, but other things, <laughs> pharmaceuticals. Other you might. Yeah. All good. <laughs> All right. So how did how did CrossFit training in college correlate? Was it tough to get your training in during the college years, or how did that happen? Yeah, I think. I mean, I think I do well with balancing multiple things. Like I kind of touched on that a, a little bit, or I was thinking about that a lot today, and with a lot of other people, uh, we were talking about. You know, just I do a lot better when I don't have just CrossFit in my life. Like there were periods when I would focus on CrossFit. Like I used to do Invictus's programming and, and I worked with uh, one of their coaches and I would do like two a day sessions during the summer uh, of high school. And I would literally just spend my whole summer training morning session, eat afternoon session. And that was what I would do all the time. Um, and it, not that it didn't get me anywhere, but it, I didn't really see the results of that. I'd say um, until I found you know, what works for me, which was always having a group and training with people who are like-minded and, uh, and just enjoying my training a little bit more, like just working out by myself never really got me the results that I needed. So when I moved to my, the gym that I'm at now, um, I train with Whitney, uh, who's a games athlete. She's been to the games three times. Um, and yeah, just doing her crazy stuff and sticking with it and, or just, you know, even just regular people at our gym, just, really just enjoying my time at the gym. Even if I only have an hour or two to just you know, slip something in, I end up doing better than when I have that whole day to like drag the session out all the way. I feel that for sure. Yeah. A hundred percent. It's like being more efficient. It I just, think, uh, yeah, you hear that a lot lately. What do they say? More is not better. Better is better, right? Yes. yes. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> Right. So like making the time that you have in the gym count rather than just hanging around and doing different sets yeah. or pieces. Um, but really when you have a timetable of when you know you have to get there, when you have to leave, you're much more mm -hmm. efficient, if that makes sense. Yeah. It's like well, I can stay longer, but I have a physics test tomorrow, which I'm going to fail if I do not leave right now. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Priorities take over. Yeah. All right. So that, that oh, go ahead, Zach. I would say just that intent alone, like, oh, I've got 90 minutes. I've got to have some serious pace when, like, through all my pieces. Yeah. When you have all day to do it, you're like, well, I don't have to, like, blaze through this. And then you yeah. miss all of it. Exactly, yeah. Or you just – it's hard to really focus on it when that's all you have to focus on. Mm -hmm. I, I find I have to distract myself with, with other things, you know. Like, this is not my whole life. I'm just doing this for fun. Right. You know, push it you know, have fun and then go do your homework, go to job, whatever it is you got to do. So, so when you were in high school, like 2014, that's when Rich Froning won his last, um, individual, right? So yeah. you, you knew of the CrossFit games at that point? 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. So when you were doing all this training, 20 plus hours a week, was that a goal for you? Is that like, was that why you were doing it or you were doing it literally just to do something? <laughs> um, let's see. I'm trying to remember my timeline a little bit, but I started CrossFit 2014 and I got, I think I did the open that year just because people at my gym really just were like, Oh, it's, it's a great community thing. Let's do this. You know, you'll enjoy it. So I was like, okay, whatever. I did the open as a teenager in the 14, 15 group. I think it was my, it was my like last year in that group by age bracket. And I ended up getting something like 50th in the world in my age group for like having started CrossFit for three months. Um, and they're like, Hey, like, you can qualify, you know, for the games. <laughs> if we work on your, <laughs> if we work on like getting all your skills up, you know, you could qualify for the games next year um, as a teenager because they only took the top 10 in the world or something. And I think, I can't remember what year, I think it was 2016, 2016, yeah, 2016 I made it, 2017 I made it as a teenager. So that was kind of the goal, but I was doing that and I was doing Olympic weightlifting at the same time uh, and balancing that, which... And in my hindsight, I think that was, you know, it was great to do both at the same time, get that strength. Because what I really needed was to improve my strength. And that's what the Olympic lifting did for me, uh, which allowed me to get farther in CrossFit, too. So how how old are you? I am 22. 22. So you're Haley Adams' age. So in 16 and... She's a year younger than me. Okay. So when you went as a teenager, did you guys compete against each other? So we never did because of just the way the age or she's two years younger than me. That's what I was. So yeah, if you're two years apart, you would never uh, be in the same group, but I made it uh, in the 16, 17 group two years in a row. And then she made it up to 16, 17 the year I aged out. I think it was what it was. So how was it? Did you enjoy that? Was it fun? Yeah. I mean, that definitely got me, you know, hooked on the competitive CrossFit thing and, you know, wanting to go back as an individual uh, because of it. It was so fun. <laughs> okay. All right. So when you went to college, did you have to change gyms then? Or was were you still living kind of close to your home? You're from Raleigh, right? You said? Yeah. So my, my family lives in Wake Forest, which is 30 minutes from Raleigh, which is uh-huh. where the college is. So, so did you I just live up... at home or did you actually go and live at college? No, no. I, I lived at college. <laughs> I was ready to <laughs> live on my own. All right. <laughs> Yeah, thankfully I had parents who were willing to help help out with that. Um, but yeah, I moved gyms uh, just because I think it, it was just good timing for me. Uh, my boyfriend was going to college and I was in early college. So I was in high school for my fifth year on college campus, but like a loser because I was in high school, hanging out with a bunch of high schoolers. So I didn't feel really cool, but... My boyfriend moved to that gym, and I wanted to follow him because we trained together a lot. Um, and then also, like, uh, Whitney was there, so she was a games-caliber athlete. She was trying for her her third year, I think, the year that I was there. I just moved there. So I was training with her, and, like, it, that was just the best thing that I could have had, honestly. That and a bunch of other – there was a bunch of other NC State students who were, you know, pretty competitive, too. So it was a natural fit just kind of moving over then. It wasn't a hard transition. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So I would drive to NC State and then I would do my morning classes and then I would just kind of go there from I think it was like 12 to four, like four hours. I would do whatever she had written on her board and then go home okay. and then do my homework. So what's what? Who's intense. Whitney? What's Whitney's last name? Joe. Dylan. Oh, Dylan. Yeah, yeah. Gotcha. OK. OK. No one knows how to pronounce it <laughs> at first. <laughs> Did you say Jellin? Yeah. Yeah, that's right. I thought it was too. Jelen. <laughs> All right, cool. So is your boyfriend um pretty good at CrossFit as well? Yeah, he is. Yeah. Does he have competitive um aspirations? Um, I think he used to, but now he just kinda does it for fun. Mm-hmm. He's more into running and like triathlon, swimming, that kind of stuff. All right. Stuff that I try to stay away from. Not so like, much. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'll do it like once the blue moon and then uh, I hear you. So, I hadn't heard of you until Crash Crucible. So, yeah. how did you find Crash Crucible? I think Jr. messaged me or something, just invited me. I was like, "Oh, sure." 
I was like, oh, there's going to be some good athletes. I'm going to get my butt kicked. <laughs> so he he did some name drops, and that's how you were like, all right, yeah, th- I, this is a legit comp. I'm going to come do it. Well, yeah, how'd yeah, that butt, mean, butt kicking go? Yeah. <laughs> it went good for me, but <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, so like CrossFit, I mean, I love CrossFit. I love competing, but it's also like the most horrible thing ever competing. Like my body hates it. So I know, I mean, see a lot of athletes do multiple competitions, you know, in a month. I don't. I can't even do. I just don't even know how you do that. So I really only compete when there's like a cash prize, just because I'm low on funds in college. <laughs> yeah, I hear you. So it was the cash prize that that sold you. Got me yeah. <laughs> <laughs> People always invite me to comps, and I'm like, what's what's the cash prize? Because I got to pay for an Airbnb. You know, <laughs> like, I gotta know. So you're gonna come back this year? I hope so. Yeah, I'll I'll be done with OCS. So yeah, as long as I'm not frail by then <laughs> so, so talk- is ocs pretty rough yeah i feel like i'm having trouble eating still for a mid-atlantic uh competition yeah so i feel like i'm already just like i was pretty lean when i went there and i'm getting leaner now just i can't i can't get food in and you know they just you have they have you on your feet all day like 5 a.m mm-hmm. until 8 p.m you're just constantly standing walking running doing something so all the guys lose 20 pounds to 10 to 20 pounds. Most girls stay about the same or lose like 10 pounds. So Wow. All right. Yeah. So for those of us that have no idea what you guys are talking about, what are you talking Sorry. about? <laughs> uh, it's so it's officer candidate school for the Marine Corps. So I'm going to that in two weeks. So I've been studying like crazy and running, rucking, getting ready for that. So were you ROTC in college? No, it, it's kind of like ROTC. It's just like a separate route. So like you can apply to ROTC and get that scholarship uh, through your college or you can do it separately. So people who already have their degrees, they can still join, you know, the officer program. It's just not through college, you know, or, you know, intertwined with college. So talk about that for a second. Is that something that like you always knew you were going to do that? Like, how did this no, come about? Yeah. I think if I knew I would have done ROTC and I I probably would have had a good shot at getting like that scholarship money and getting college hundred percent paid for. But I didn't know that until I think it was my sophomore year of college that I, or credit wise, I was like a sophomore and I had talked to some, a couple Marines and they just kind of convinced me that this is something I wanted to do with my life. And I didn't want to be sitting on a desk forever, you know, clicking buttons as an engineer and wanted to, wanted to do something a little more active and adventurous and scary. That's really awesome. Yeah. <laughs> so I also I realized a lot of people I knew who were Marines, like they just didn't tell me they were Marines and I, I really like looked up to them and I thought, you know, that's the person I want to be. So, you know, how did like how did you become this person? And you know, there's a literal school <laughs> to become that kind of person. <laughs> so here I go. <laughs> was this like a last minute decision? It it was. They pushed me through medical in I mean, I think it was Jan- like January was when I was like, okay, I'm going to become a Marine. And then I went in May. And, that, and they don't usually do it. I just don't have any medical issues. Luckily, I haven't like broken any bones or, you know, mm-hmm. I have no, you know, diseases or anything that could come up. or So, so OCS, is there going to be a lot of people kind of in a similar boat as you going through that? So will they do like a whole nother boot camp specifically for y'all like going in? Uh, are you talking about like the second group or yeah yeah so i'll be with like i did the first half juniors they call it and then graduated from that and now i'm going back uh for seniors which is everyone who's done juniors before um as well as the rotc kids so they already did juniors Mm. for their four years of college so i did mine six weeks they did theirs in four years oh wow (laughs) huge flex i know yeah no (laughs) doubt look at you that's why I didn't want to do RTC. Like, that sounds terrible. They wake up at 5 a.m. like on a normal school day. I'm like, well, good for you, I guess. But <laughs> No, dude, I, I struggled just getting into an 8 a.m. class during college. Yeah, exactly, yeah. Those were rough. Those were the days when 8 a.m. classes were rough to get to. <laughs> just wait until was... uh, the, co- the COVID, you know? Right, right. And you yeah. can just watch it from your bed at 10 a.m. <laughs> wow. Wow. You guys are living a rough life. All right. So are you, what is your, what, what do you want your job to be in the Marines? Like what is the outcome? What are you trying to, 
Obviously, yeah. you have a chemical engineering um, degree now. So is that mm-hmm. something that you're going to utilize in the Marines? I hope I get to do more technical stuff. It's not really my choice. I can list it as a preference. So at TBS, they give us – TBS is the basic school. It's just the rifle or the infantry training school they do after uh, OCS. Everyone does it, uh, every officer. So I'll get my MOS there, which is my job basically uh and i'll rank everything but right now my top pick is combat engineering which is kind of like a civil engineering job like explosives structures that's stuff really like that cool. yeah <laughs> oh man great job satisfaction from blowing shit up so yeah you're gonna be a badass <laughs> you're like gonna be gi jane yeah that'd be sick <laughs> that's but cool I, I also don't want to get my hopes up because you know if i don't get it you know i don't want to be crushed so i'm trying to find other you know other mos's that i get excited about and yeah but also like being a fitter female definitely helps uh you get ranked higher and people pull strings and are nice to you so <laughs> that's cool oh, usually i found does yeah. everyone hear that being fit pays off <laughs> yeah it does in the report it does by tenfold <laughs> that's awesome all right um so talk a little bit i want to talk a little bit about what you thought about the uh, actual crash crucible competition oh it was so it was i mean competitions are fun it's horrible and it's fun at the same time uh-huh <laughs> yeah but it was great like that one i would definitely do that one again like it was so fun and i love the gym just the setup it's like this ginormous gym it's perfect for a competition mm-hmm. and they have all this cool equipment and the setup was i thought it was really professionally run too i mean they did a better job than some you know large competitions that everyone knows of right i agree so and you ended up winning yes <laughs> which is crazy yeah, that it, kicking she was talking about yeah it, <laughs> So it was, it was that was the wildest thing to me because you know I was there the whole weekend watching and um, I honestly didn't know you had won until you were up on the podium. <laughs> I mean, wow, you kind of just did. kind of snuck in there. Yeah, silent deadly. You were like a silent killer. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I won some workouts, right? I think. I think you probably did. I just, I just <laughs> guess I just didn't realize that it was you. I mean, I guess I heard the. I don't know. But yeah. it was it was really cool to kind of uh, it's like holy cow this little girl won like because you're you're very short and you know yeah. <laughs> I mean they're all short but I just like you're just like look uh, very young compared to some of the girls there and I was just like yeah. whoa she crushed it. That's funny you say that because I'm always wondering like how I look if I look tiny because I feel ginormous most of the time and then other times I feel really like a little tiny person <laughs> oh no you i mean i remember watching you work out and thinking like wow she, first she looks really young and second like even when she's working out she has like the biggest smile on her face like you were oh, you were really? smiling yes it was interesting <laughs> the pictures say otherwise but... <laughs> everybody's got that crazy face during a lift yeah. but for the majority of the time when i did see you it looked like you were having a good time so i i, I have fun when i'm competing for sure i get pretty anxious before events so like it always worries me i don't know what it is about competing but i will literally heave and heave and heave and like you know shaylin right yeah 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 shaylin was just like you good (laughs) (laughs) i I think she's like she don't look too good this is gonna be easy i'm gonna crush her (laughs) probably you're out like in the corral as i'm as i'm like I'm literally, I look like white and I'm like heaving and she literally looks so concerned about me all the time. Whenever we're, comp- we did it at a competition together too. And she was like, you don't look so good. Like, all the time. <laughs> I was like, yeah, I'm throwing up. Literally. That's your competitive advantage. Get other people worried about what's going on with Shelby. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Everyone's like worried about me and I'm like, I'm good. <laughs> Psych. Yeah. Yeah. So, not really, but. So. A competition like that when you have some bigger names um, on the female side and the male side and you end up winning, is that kind of like a confidence booster going into the season? Yeah, I mean, definitely. I mean, I didn't even think about it like that. I kind of forgot about Crash Crucible. Mm -hmm. And then I had watched some video right before Mac. It was like Brian Friend. Is that how you say it? Yeah, Yeah. Brian Friend. Yeah, and he's like, she just came off a win at Crash. And I was like, did I? <laughs> I looked and I was like, that was in December. <laughs> it feels like forever ago. Yeah, you've like, had a busy yeah. life. <laughs> like, That's that cool. That was like a long time ago. Um, 
but yeah, I was like, okay, yeah, I did do well against like other semifinal game athlete level, you know, competitors. But I always like, I'm not, I'm very good at like rationalizing wins. Like, oh, it's just because like, you know, it's off season, people weren't on the top of their game, you know, all this stuff. But I really should take it as like, you know, you deserve the win, you know. And that, that it, was good to hear that in the podcast. <laughs> that, that, that W doesn't have an asterisk next to it. That, yeah. The w is a W. <laughs> yeah. That's right. I was like, was it that I win because the prize money and I would have done anything for that prize money? <laughs> or did I actually, was I actually ready? But yeah. <laughs> All right. So going into the open, um, games aspirations this year, correct? No. I mean, I don't know. It was weird. I kind of just. I think since OCS the first time, I've just been every year just going like, this is my last year. I'm done after this. Like, I'm going into military, and that's my life now. That's my focus. Like, the game is not, it's not, if it fits into my life, it fits in, but it's not my focus, you know. So I think this year, or last year, I was like, this this is my absolute last chance. I've got the open, and I've got, you know, quarterfinals, and I can do what I think I got Granite Games yeah, it wasn't by choice. Yeah, I picked Granite Games, and you know, I was like, if I get if I get to the games from Granite Games, I can go, and this will be my last time because next summer I have OCS and I can't go to the games, <laughs> like because OCS would conflict. It's July second to August thirteenth. So I, like last year, I was saying to myself, this is my last season, and then this year I was like, well, we can just take it one step at a time and see if the cards kind of fall. And I almost did like everything in my power not to go to semifinals. <laughs> so I went, I got to the open. I was like, okay, I did good. Quarterfinals, okay, I did good. I booked a trip to Hawaii. There's four weeks of semifinals. I booked a trip to Hawaii, one of them. I booked a trip to Vegas, the other one. One week I couldn't go, and the other week was Mac. <laughs> I was like, if I get Mac, it's meant to be. Yes. And I got fucking Mac. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh. I told everyone I'd go if I got Mac. So I went. Oh but, man! I mean, you you I tried kinda, everything to get yeah. out of it. <laughs> I booked the Hawaii trip in January. I was like, I am going to Hawaii because my friend invited me. I'm not. I'm not like. I'd rather go to Hawaii than you know try to do this games thing with the military and stress myself out. But I mean, I got to do everything this year. So yeah, was you did the best it all. Scenario. Yeah, yeah, that's awesome. All right, so you you said all right. I got into Mac. I'm gonna go, and you went. Yeah. And <laughs> yes. You started the weekend, like the whole weekend was amazing, except for that one workout. Oof. Are you comfortable talking about that? Oh, yeah. I'm All right, so that. talk about it. So so what happened there? So I hate legless rope climbs, and that workout was only legless rope climbs. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's what happened. It's unfortunate. Every year, legless rope climbs get me, and I always think that I've, gotten them figured out and uh-huh. i just don't so i need to you know next time i go into a crossfit comp i'll be much more prepared i think that was like the biggest eye opener mm-hmm. um usually i think i can get by with legless rope climbs like it'll be i think last year there was like two in the workout at granite games and then it was three with legs so it wasn't a huge deal if you you know, only had to be able to do a, only had to be able to do two right but this year, you know, my weakness kind of really showed through, unfortunately. But I remember when the workout was announced, I was I was pretty stoked. I was like, this is this is the best case scenario for a legless rope climb, you know, like it's just, just one at singles. a time. Yeah. Yeah. I hate doing like two or three in a row. I just don't feel mm-hmm. confident or fast. So I was like, singles, I can pace myself. And really what happened is I had a lot of athletes who are just so good at them next to me and in my heat. And I just kind of sent it. And when I practiced in training, I finished it in like 8.50, which was like a decent time. Mm-hmm. And I was aiming for around seven minutes. I was like, I think I can speed it up if I pace those first six really well. And what happened was I paced them even faster and I just burnt out um, and just went to failure, basically. Yeah. But. Ah, oh, man, you hated to see it. <laughs> yeah, that was tough. But like yeah. overall, you still had a great weekend. Yeah, really, that was the only bad part, honestly. You were top five in, what, four of the six uh, events five, and five of the six it, events. Yeah. <laughs> so you were top, literally top five in five of the six, was it six or seven? Six events, There's right? Six, yeah, yeah, six events. And, and then, then I had an amazing highest finish <laughs> on the other one. 
<laughs> yeah. I was. I remember checking the leaderboard. I was like, last place, really? <laughs> I was like, Jesus. It was kind of funny, actually. I was like, that's hilarious. I was like, twenty-seven, maybe twenty-four. Yeah. Like, wow. Last. Wow. Yeah. No, it was, but it was kind of crazy because I remember at the beginning of the weekend, um, I don't think a lot of people expected you to keep getting these top five finishes. At least the announcers didn't seem to expect it. Um, yeah. And then you just kept doing it. So it was, it was pretty yeah. cool to see. Even though you had yeah. that one workout, the rest of it was <laughs> awesome to watch. Yeah. So what was it like? that? So comparing that to Granite Games last year pretty similar mm -hmm. as far as syndicate experience and granite games experience a little bit i think granite games is the most different out of the ones i've heard at least usa ones mm -hmm. um just because it's outdoors and it's usually later in the day it's just a weird it's kind of a weird event um i don't know i i think granite games is it was cool it was fun but i think mac i knew after last year that granite games wasn't program to my advantage i guess is that how you say it? yeah to the, my advantage like they just there was really no barbell at all in granite games right uh, when i went i think we had one workout um uh, with like cleans and it wasn't really the major part of the workout um and then everything was just a heavy dumbbell two dumbbells like a heavy sandbag everything just felt like strongman kind right. of workout which isn't usually my jam um and then Mac, I mean, la last year, Mac, I was like, these are workouts are great. I really think that if I had gone to Mac, I would I would have had a really good shot. Um, and so that's kind of what I was hoping for this year, that they were programmed similarly. Um, yeah, I mean, I thought Mac, the workouts were great for me, but also other semifinals were great too. So, so what's your opinion about um, each semifinal programming their own program except for obviously the two – the two workouts that CrossFit gave everybody? Um, or do you feel like it should yeah. be standardized across the board? Um, I think it makes sense for CrossFit to, to like check them and just make sure they make sense and they're similar across semifinals. I don't think they should be the same because I, I went to regionals 2018, so I actually got to have like that normal regionals experience, which is kind of cool. And that was when all the workouts were the same. And we were the third week. There's three weeks. And they'd announce all the workouts before the first week. So we had a week before anyone went. And then I had two more weeks where I was practicing the same six workouts or the same six movements or, you know, together, movements together in one piece mm -hmm. for literally three weeks. And it was just, I just didn't think, that's just not how I like to train I like to be surprised. I don't really practice workouts before I compete. Sure. I just, you know, it just doesn't do well for me mentally. But three weeks of that, where you really have to, you can't just not practice them. Right. You have to do them at least once or variations of them all the time. And it was like Linda, uh, Linda which Ooh. is the, yeah, it's like literally the worst one to practice. Bench, deadlift, squat clean. It's just my back. I can feel it. Just think about it. <laughs> Awful. That that year, I felt like had brutally programmed workouts. Oh, you remember the the three mile run on the true form? The triple threes. Yeah. Yes. Awful. Three hundred double unders. Oh and yeah. Then, was it a three three k row or was it just yeah? Two? You, okay. It was like yeah, three k, three hundred meters, three miles, or three hundred double unders, three miles. That was easily like one of the worst <laughs> events as a spectator to watch. Oh, I bet. No one watched. <laughs> no. It's, like, it's empty, and here I am doing yeah. this stuff. Yeah. <laughs> that, Linda, I mean, those two workouts aren't my jam, naturally my jam. And then there was, like, another workout with heavy dumbbells. Like, that year was just not – it wasn't great for me, but I did okay, so. Well, I think it's cool that, you know, throughout your career, it kind of seems like it's just kind of been like, hey, I'm here to work out. If it happens, it happens. I don't really have any – um, super high hopes, you know, it just kind of let the cards fall where they may. And it, it seems mm -hmm. like, you know, when you get let down in something like a work that workout in syndicate, you can kind of let go of it and move on pretty quickly, which is nice. Yeah, yeah. definitely. Cool. It is. <laughs> so I think, I think if I were to focus all hundred percent on CrossFit, it would be hard to move on from stuff like that. And that's why 
when I was in my teenage years and for me, you know, it was just a hundred percent CrossFit and I mean, obviously school, but my main focus was like trying to do good in CrossFit. I just didn't do as well. And I was constantly stressed and I would let like anxiety, you know, yeah, it wasn't good for your, it wasn't good for your mental health at all. Yeah. I I just didn't, I didn't even, it didn't even pay off because I didn't compete as well Mm -hmm. as when I do now when I'm just like, Oh, I'm just having fun. I mean, this is what I do every day. I work out. Yeah. It's interesting when you see that. That's, that's the hard part when like mentally you're like, I'm not performing how I should based on the effort I'm putting in. Exactly. And that makes it where you don't even want to go to the gym because you're just, it's a chore to go than more. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Exactly. (laughs) And you see that, you see that with some athletes, uh, like I guess a good example would be Scott Panchik, right? He quote unquote retires. Apparently he was only working out like maybe one or two hours a day and he oh, yeah. potentially could have had one of the best seasons if he didn't get injured. True. At, you know. oh. <laughs> I'm sorry. And I said syndicate. You were at Mac, not syndicate. Yeah. 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 I knew what you meant. It's yeah. the same event, I think. <laughs> yeah. It basically is. It's the same. <laughs> it's the same, but different. <laughs> All it's right. The, can I borrow your homework? Yeah, just don't copy it. That's right. Yeah. That's right. <laughs> they literally just ripped the logo off the floor and just put a new one. Yep. They'll never know. <laughs> yeah. I I hope they don't do it at that venue again. I just I just didn't think it was oh, a really? great venue. Yeah, I just didn't think it was a great oh, venue. I loved it. I mean, I don't really I didn't know last the year before. So yeah. Have I don't you been know. To Granite Games. I have venue? not been to Granite Games. Okay. That one's it seemed it seems so big. Mm-hmm. Like if it was full of people, I mean, I'd say like yeah, it's worth it. But it's not like because of the sun and the heat, it was not full of people when I went. It just seemed too big, honestly. It was hard to get around. And yeah. I liked the city of Knoxville. Oh yeah, I loved going out in Knoxville. I just thought the the venue just seemed very old and. Oh really? Okay. Yeah, and obviously you were competing, so you, from a spectator's side, um, mm-hmm. there wasn't really much to do during the downtime. True. So yeah. there's just there's just I don't know. There's just a lot more that could have been done for for the people who are the fans, and without the fans, there is no sport. So yeah, that I mean, I could I could talk for an hour about that part. I don't I don't want to <laughs> well, talk like about the that. Vendor village and stuff. The vendor that... village was oh. terrible. I mean, yeah. it was it was, it was really bad. Small. There was probably like maybe what five tents there, and yeah. you know I don't know. There was an acai bowl thing there. Oh, I, got, I got that. Yeah, that <laughs> but that was it, man. Other than that, there was no really food options unless you went to those food trucks down the road. So yeah, I don't well, you know. see that at like like a Wadapalooza. Like I didn't go to Mac or Syndicate, so I didn't really see what they had. But at Wadapalooza, a lot of those people going are just going for Vendor Village. Oh yeah. 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 You've got to make it an event, you know, yeah. um, it, it cannot just be centered around all of the athletes. I mean, obviously the athletes are there to compete, to go to the CrossFit games. But again, like I said, if it's going to be a professional sport, you've got to do something to make it professional that spectators want to come and watch. There's only so many friends and family that are going to come and watch this, right? Yeah, you gotta yeah, you exactly. gotta get local fans in, and if you don't get the local fans <laughs> in, it's not gonna sell out. Yeah, so no, you're right. Autopilot does a good job with uh, making it an event. So oh yeah, I mean I could spend the entire weekend at Wadapalooza and not even watch any of the events. <laughs> wow, thanks, David. Well, I'm just saying, like it, that's how fun it is, right? There's always yeah, something to yeah. do. There's always workouts going on. There's so many vendors there, a lot of interesting people to talk to. There's a lot of beer tents, which is always a good thing. Uh, so, um, lots of options for food. Um, so, and you know, just being in Miami is really cool too. And you know, Knoxville is awesome, um, but it was kind of the venue is kind of on the outskirts of the actual city, so you couldn't, yeah. you know, I don't know. Anyways, I could I could talk a long time. I don't want to I don't want to be all negative. I'm Mr. Negative Nancy here. No. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, in your 22 years of life, up to this point, what do you think your greatest success is? Uh. <laughs> wow. That's that's a really hard question. I read this too, and I was like, oh, what am I gonna say? <laughs> um. Success. I mean, graduating college was a pretty big deal. Yeah. I'd say. <laughs> Definitely. Yeah. Um. I mean, just, I mean, it's hard to like say like, oh, this is my best. I mean, 
Mid-Atlantic was my best finish yet. So, I mean, I could usually say that was my best like athletic accomplishment. Competing on like Team USA was a cool experience um, for weightlifting. Talk about that. So I didn't I didn't know that. Talk about competing on Team USA. When was that? Oh, that was so that was like youth time. Um, that was like when I first started CrossFit. It uh-huh. was like right around then. So like twenty. 2014, I competed in the Open. I was like, oh, okay, I'm, you know, I have aspirations to do this for the games. Um, and then I started doing more. I'm sorry, I hear like an echo a little bit. Yeah, um, not, I think that might be on your end. Oh, on me? Okay. Can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. Yeah, so I think when I first started CrossFit, I got into Olympic weightlifting like in the first six months and started doing that like full time instead of CrossFit. Um, and I went to like a local state meet or local weightlifting meet and qualified for nationals like on the first try, which wasn't, it wasn't like high standards or anything. I think I had to snatch like 35 kilos, which is like 70 pounds. (laughs) 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 It wasn't that crazy. Um, but then I started getting more into it, more into it. My coach was like, we were working on building my numbers. I was like PR every single day because, you know, the gymnastics background was just my like body awareness was great. Sure. Um, and then eventually just found myself on like Team USA. And I went to youth Pan Ams in like Guatemala or something. Really? That's <laughs> <Yeah>. cool. <laughs> so I got to travel. I went to like the Olympic Training Center two years in a row. It was like a good time. Yeah, you've had a lot of experiences in 22 years of life, which is really cool. Yeah, it's really cool. cool. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Nice. If, I, I mean, you're young and you probably haven't even thought about that. But, you know, me and Zach are a little older. And just to hear all the stuff that you've already done at 22 years old, it's not it's not a normal 22 year old life. Yeah. I have like dementia or something because I forget all this. Like, what? <laughs> I was like, this, you, it feels like forever ago. If you've done so much where you forget, you're doing them quite fine. <laughs> that's right. That's right. So, like, oh, yeah. so the Marines, is this something that's going to be, you know, a career? Is this something that you're going to be in for 20, 30 years? Is, is that what you're thinking? Um, I don't see it as a career. Uh, I think it's more of just like, when I'm young, I want to have that experience of just, you know, no kids, no responsibility, just travel and meet crazy cool people and I'm hoping I can go to Hawaii or Japan or get that chance to like travel you know deploy things I've heard some people going to Europe and just lots of cool experiences that you just never would have as like a normal civilian so I'm hoping I get that opportunity (laughs) and I'm not just in like Oklahoma sure (laughs) yeah that would be terrible I uh (laughs) one of my best friends he's a air force pilot and he did his pilot training in Enid, Oklahoma, and that's where he yeah. met his wife. Oh, okay. And that's good. so they had their wedding in Enid, Oklahoma. So I, I, I experienced you Enid. You have to go to Oklahoma. Oh, my gosh. I couldn't imagine living there. That would be terrible. Is it? I, I just say Oklahoma because I assume it's there's nothing there, but is there actually? I have no idea. Oh, no, dude. There's <laughs> nothing there. Like, there's nothing. Okay. It's just, like, planes and cattle. and. Oh, okay. I mean, not yeah. that there's anything wrong with that, but it was, you know honky tonks and yeah it was was something else i used to say that about utah like oh utah there's nothing there's nothing crap to do there and then i went and i was like wow i'd live here this is cool yeah but utah is beautiful yeah yeah salt lake yeah utah is beautiful i mean oklahoma's not it's (laughs) not okay so it's true what i've heard then (laughs) yes yes you could see all the way across the state and not hit a thing yes absolutely Great, cool. So yeah, I, have- I, I have to ask you this question. You know, in like the world climate right now, are you worried about, you know, going into the military and having to actually do something as far as, um, you know, a possible <laughs> military, operation. military operations? Yeah. I mean, when I first started this, you know, journey two years ago, 2019, this that wasn't really like a concern, I guess. Um, but now it's definitely on my mind a little bit more. Um, you know, my boyfriend also has aspirations in the military. So it's like, I'm also worried about him, like Mm -hmm. both of us, like my friends, like at the rate we're going, you know, it's not (laughs) someone, you know, you could lose someone at the rate we're going. So it's like knowing that's coming is not good, not a good feeling. Um, but yeah, I mean, I definitely thought about it. My parents think about it. I just, 
ignore them <laughs> as best I can. I hear you. I don't want to worry them. I didn't worry myself because I will. I'll right. get worried. <laughs> well, it's a very admirable thing, you know, um, yeah. going going into the military, especially in today's climate. So yes, kudos to you. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. All right. What kind of way of saying it? <laughs> that's right. That's right. I like it. So what kind of stuff do you like to do out of CrossFit and, you know, chemical engineering and, yeah. you know, Marines? So I'm a big traveler. Uh, recently got, like, more into that just because I got older and I was able to do it by myself. So my boyfriend and I will travel a lot. Um, recently got into, like, backpacking. Um, so that's been fun and, like, a cheaper way to travel, too. And just being outdoors, I, I never really was – big into being outdoors when I was younger just my family is not into the the great outdoors <laughs> like they will never go camping ever <laughs> so or hiking for that I took them hiking this past week and that was like their first time ever um they kind of hated it kind of loved it but yeah we just weren't outdoorsy so I I mean I found like that part of myself kind of later um so yeah I just I love being outside well that's good what kind of SBF are you wearing uh, 60, 60. 5 million. <laughs> yeah. No. I'm like, so I'm, I'm a tan ginger though. I am like, you can get dark. Yeah. That's good for yeah. you. I love it. I'm, I'm half black. So, Hey, that's even better. Yeah. <laughs> you can see it. Look at me. Yeah. The tan life. I'm all about the tan life. <laughs> that's my goal this summer is to, I already started it and I just want to maintain it the rest of the summer. Yeah. Um. All right. So, I think we're done. Let's okay. do. Let's do some. Let's do some rapid fire questions. So this is the fun part of the uh, the oh, last no. part where we just you know have random questions for you and you just shoot answers back really fast. So this isn't the ones you sent. These are different. These are different. That's correct. You're not prepared. Oh my god. Rapid fire. Okay. All right. Um. Uh, I'll go first. Uh. Cake or pie. 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 Cool. Ooh. If you could, if you could compete in one location in the world, where are you competing at? Thailand. Ooh. <laughs> are we going for a heavy snatch or a heavy clean and jerk? Clean and jerk for sure. Cool. What is your go-to cheat meal? Like you just cannot resist it. Ramen noodles. <laughs> Ra- like packaged ramen or chicken? You get- <laughs> yes. <laughs> That was a delicacy when I was a kid. When my mom made that for lunch with like some um, uh, grilled cheese, that was like yeah. the best day ever. It sounds it's like it's so still weird. the go-to. I haven't I had today. <laughs> Good for you. Yeah. All right. Um, would you rather? Let's see. You're you're into the whole climbing thing. So are we trying to? Would you love to go climbing in a colder climate in Europe, like in the Switzerland, Swiss those Swiss Alps, or would you rather <laughs> go climbing here in North Carolina? That's a boring question. I mean, probably the farther away place. Yeah, that was <laughs> a terrible question. We should just ignore that backyard, question. That was David. terrible. Yeah, not in your backyard. It depends how cold, though. Like, if it's freezing, your fingers are, you know, falling off. Like, no. Yeah, you're not about that life. <laughs> Well, to that, what, scuba diving or hiking? Hiking. I don't. I don't want into scuba diving. I don't know. I don't like that. All right, snowboarding or surfing? Surfing. <laughs> yeah. I can't. I don't know how to snowboard. Snowboard. So. That's shocking to me. I bet you would be really <laughs> good at it. I think I. I tried skiing and. You need to get I on a snowboard. <laughs> you look like you would be amazing at snowboarding. I think it'd be like, you know, those cool girls who could snowboard. I'm like, man, I want to be them. So You could be. Just do it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm trying. My boyfriend's like, you have to be ready for like a week of just hating your life, though. And yeah. Like, uh. You're going to have yeah, a black. The couple uh, days are pretty bad. A, back, yeah. a black and blue butt for a little bit. But then after that, you're fine. Yeah. Although I. First day skiing, yeah. I honestly think you'd probably catch on pretty quick. All right. Yeah. Uh, Zach, you're up. No, I. What? I said surfing or snowboarding. Oh, man. All right. <laughs> the three movements that if you've seen a workout, you know it's game over. Like you're, I'm going to do well? Yeah. Uh, handstand walk. Handstand walk obstacle course. 
I can put those together, right, in one. <laughs> uh, shoulder to overhead is good. Uh, actually, no, bar muscle-ups, toes to bar, yeah. Ooh, so all the gymnastics. Yeah, basically gymnastics. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Except for rope climbs. <laughs> Except for rope climbs. Wow. It's not <laughs> Sorry, it's not I had to throw it in there. Ouch. All right, uh, dogs or cats? Dogs. I have three. Really? What kind of dogs yeah. do you have? Well, Australian shepherds. They're the good, cute ones. Little, little minis. No, no, we have big ones. They're like 60, 70 pounds. Some of them are oh. chunky. <laughs> nice. Thick. Yeah, they're not really supposed to be that heavy, but <laughs> they're living life. That's what yeah. they gotta do. All right, I got another one. If you were to, hmm. Have a past games win winner. It could be male or female. Okay, so a, a podium winner, first place. There's not that many of them because it's always <laughs> the same person every year. Um, but you had to train with them for a day and then go get coffee with them afterwards. Who would you want to spend the day with? Um, probably Justin Medeiros. We're we're actually friends. Okay, <laughs> cool. Of. Yeah. Yeah, we did like Olympic weightlifting back in the day. We went to like a camp together or something. I don't even remember. I think it was a road camp in like Ohio, Columbus, Ohio or something. And I remember like sitting in the bathtub with him and he was like, CrossFit sucks. I don't know why you do that crap. And then I saw him at Wadapalooza like the next year and I was like, interesting. What are you doing here? <laughs> Dang, we don't <laughs> know he, that story. And then he won the games and I was like, whatever, dude. <laughs> he beat me at my own game. <laughs> That's right. He's playing mind tricks. <laughs> But yeah, I think he'd be cool to catch up with. So obviously he would be cool. <laughs> yeah, for sure. All right. You find yourself um, last day of the CrossFit Games and you are one of three people. Like the top three are pretty much going to podium going into the last event. But you guys are so close in points that anybody could get first. Oh. Who do you want to be competing against for that top spot between the three of you? Like, who do I like the most, kind of? Yeah. Like, famous people or? Anybody. Like, yeah. <laughs> Jesse Harper and Ashley Wazzy. Those are my uh, teammates at Waterpalooza. So, obviously, them. Third, I go with uh, Rebecca, who's Cellier. Yeah, I might be butchering her name. I never know how to pronounce it. <laughs> We don't I've either. Known, We're I've known her too long to not know. I just say it wrong in my head. So I'd pick her just because she was super nice and we like reconnected at Mac. And yeah, I mean, I, I'm always rooting for the underdog, I feel like, which is kind of, it's good and bad, you know, because like when good, you know, the famous people don't do well, I'm like, underdogs, go. But everyone's <laughs> rooting for the, you know, the big names. And I, I hear you. All right. I've got one yeah. more. Or Zach, do you got one more? Oh, I was just going to say to that, it's hard, too, because, it's like, on the women's side, you kind of know who's at the top. Yeah. You're like, but that's so cool to see. Yeah. I mean, if you, like, to beat Tia Claire Toomey would also be, like, just a cool thing to do in itself. Like, to be the person <laughs> that finally beats her, like. <laughs> do you think she'll get beat, or do you think she's going to retire before she gets beat? No, she's not going to get beat. Absolutely. So. Yeah. Yeah, we we talked about this the other day. I I don't think she's beatable. I don't either. I don't think so. I mean, after like this year, I was kind of I was kind of second guessing it like during, during open because she got second right to Mal. Yeah, and she had just come off all that like bobsled training. Yeah, so like she wasn't even at her peak, and then quarterfinals. I mean, she won that worldwide. She won basically semifinals worldwide. <laughs> so I'm not really worried about her. <laughs> I'd bet a, a lot of money on it. Oh yeah. yeah, easily. Yeah. Okay. One last question. So now the um obviously the last chance qualifiers haven't happened yet. Um but all the semifinals are done. So pretty much the field is set except for a couple spots. Um other than Tia Clara Toomey winning it, who do you think is gonna be the other two podiums for the female side? I have to What's your predictions? These... Um I don't know. I mean, I kind of feel like Mal, I don't know if it's too early, but I, I kind of do feel like she could do well. She just seems really confident. Mm -hmm. um, 
I agree. Like scary confident. Yeah. <laughs> like where where'd you get that? Can I have some <laughs> of that? Like what are you doing? And she has like a good good people in her corner, you know, having like former games athlete winner, you know, yeah. the best of the best. So I'm I would bet on her and then let's see. I'm kinda hoping for like who's who's left? Who am I even Who's competing? I need to like Google this. <laughs> so I was so like, focused. You know, like Laura Laura Horvat will be oh, there. Um, yeah. I feel like Haley has a good ch- chance. Laura Horvath, yeah. Yeah, I mean those are good names. <laughs> yeah, I agree. I agree. I think it's gonna be Tia Mal and Laura. Tia Mal, yeah. That'd be a good, be a good podium. Yeah, that'd be a good podium. All right. Um I think that's it. I'm so okay. glad that we finally got to do this. Yeah, for real. We, we've been talking about it since Crucible. <laughs> Literally. Just in case we were wondering. <laughs> so we're going to have Ron. Yeah, yeah, we'll get her next week. We'll get her next week, yeah. And then she's like in Hawaii. Later. She's like being a super cool 22-year-old. And yeah. I'm like, damn, I'm just over here at work trying to be a family man and be boring. But no, it's awesome. Like, it's really cool. I'm I, Like I said before, I think it's really cool that you're – you're taking advantage of the early 20s and just experiencing a lot of things. I think you're going to yeah. be super happy later in life that you that you did that. Oh, thank you. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> um, and we're excited to see you back in Spartanburg, hopefully for the Crucible this fall. Yes, And uh, sure. maybe you can repeat. That's the plan. I mean, I don't know who's coming, but I would imagine it's going to be even bigger. So. The list is just going to get bigger, and it's going to be really just... fun to watch. I know. I mean, they do such a good job programming them too. Yeah. But I think I'm I'm fitter than I've been, so I should crush this. You'll fun. crush it. You'll crush, <laughs> it. crush it. Yeah, and guys, this has been a a first episode, so Zach is at home, so he's on FaceTime, and Shelby is remote, so she's <laughs> on FaceTime. So all three of us are in different locations. So if the sound's a little bit off on this one, sorry, but it's been a great conversation. Go to bed. I know that you need uh, some sleep, so I need to go to bed, too. I need to get out of here. 5 a.m. was just way too early for me. All right, y'all. Well, thank you so much. Y'all heard it here. Yeah, absolutely. Y'all heard it here on the Apogee Fitness Podcast.